This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast. My name is Daniel. I'm one of your hosts today. And joining me is Shabazz. Bonjour. And Anthony. Yo, 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 yo. Wow. Yo. Uh, okay. So many, so many yo's. <laughs> so many yo's. I, I didn't know what to say and I kept saying yo. And you, like, if I say anything did, else, yeah. I might... Curses. Fuck it up. Sorry, I said the F word. Oh, I was about to say, we have one F word allotments in the show. Right in the and now you end. use all of our yo allotments for the show. And I think for the yeah. rest of the month. Really. I don't even know how we're going to be able to talk about story number two without the F word. But you know what? That's fine. Well, <laughs> well, you stay tuned for that. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. And watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and join our Discord. All of our show notes and more are in the show below, so check those out. Uh, Some quick announcements before we get to the goods this week. Uh, We're coming off an amazing summer so far of special guests. Tony Bancroft, Tara Strong, Gabriel Berestein, Billy McClellan, and Loki director Kate Heron. But we're not stopping there. Next week on the movie podcast, we will have our interview with Cinco Paul, the creator and writer for Schmigadoon, one of our favorite shows of the year. Uh, Cinco also has worked on a plethora of other movies and shows, including you know being one of the key writers for the Despicable Me series. So definitely look forward to that. We have lots of reviews available on the movie podcast feed right now, including The Suicide Squad, Free Guy, which comes out this week, the Green Knight, Jungle Cruise, Old Black Widow, and a lot more. This week, you can look forward to our review of Marvel Studios' What If? and more. Um, and of course, in September, we've already broken this news. We will be at the Toronto International Film Festival. We are officially accredited, and we'll be there to cover all the movies premiering at the festival. We are so excited. Later on in the show, we're going to be playing a little game called Bad Review Boogaloo. And I don't know if that's the official name of this game. But that's what I wrote about it in the docs. I so. like it. I like the name. Bad Review Boogaloo. I think uh, there's always room for opportunities of changing a name. Oh, definitely. So let's change it now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I like the name. I like the name. Uh, how are you guys doing, though? Before we before we get to the news, I just want to know, how's was, your week? I was waiting for you to ask. And how are you doing? I honestly was like, you know what? He doesn't care. Not, yep. I, I did it for today. a lot. You know what? He doesn't care today. The yo's in the beginning of this episode. Really threw you off? Really threw me off. I'm like, I don't want to even know. There were like 16 yo's, Anthony. Like, yo, 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 yo. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think I did four yo's, but okay. Well, we're yeah. going to get a replay you know on what that. the Do you know what the rules are? Of yo's? Yeah. 
Yeah. No. They're in the official rule book. One, the podcast rule One book. to three. You broke that rule so quick. I was trying to be you, Shay. You know, like you, you, you do the yo-yo. You'll never be me. So you'll be yeah. like, hey there. What <laughs> <laughs> my friend, Drescher. Hello. <laughs> hey, guy. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, that's our that's our default Shay impression. You, do but, I sound like that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners of the show, write in. Yeah. Do I sound like Fran uh, Drescher? <laughs> <laughs> anytime any Shay's not here, Anthony will be like, oh, let's, let's pretend Shay's here. And he'll be like, hello. <laughs> do we ever do a, do, do, we do a voice for Anthony when he's not here? It's like, hey, God. It's just. It's just <laughs> Does he sound just, like Eeyore? Uh, he's he's oh, just sound the less. Oh. So, that's all it is. I can't, just, even, I can't even do that sound on the mic because I don't think the mic crying. picks it up. The, oh, crying. Crying. Those, those frequencies, it can't pick up. Yeah, yeah, yeah it Definitely. can't pick it up. Yeah. But how are you, though, Anthony? I'm doing well. Yeah, it was a good week this week. It was a good week. We saw yeah. some new movies in theaters. Yeah. We had some cool news drop this week. It was, a, it was, a, it was an all right week. Yeah, it was all right. Still I, no Spider-Man No Way Home yeah. trailer. I know you've been waiting for it, Daniel. Like every, I think we've all been every, waiting for it. Uh, you know, I know it's not coming, but you know, Monday. You know, Monday is just not Daniel, coming. Daniel waits every Monday and just like it's gonna come. He sets out cookies. That's what I sound like. He sets out cookies for the Spider-Man trailer at yeah. night. He's just like maybe tomorrow morning they'll be gone. No, but you would have thought because like you know, Sony all week last week or two weeks ago was building up. Hey, it's Spider-Man week leading up to Spider-Man Day. Yeah. Guess what? We're going to premiere another Venom Two trailer. Yeah, I'm like, why? I think why? we came to a consensus that we don't believe it's going to come out this year. We said that last week, right? That we the movie. Yeah, the Did movie. Did we say that last week? I don't think so. I think we've I, just been I talking remember, about it. I remember it. asking you guys, "Will this happen this year?" And I can't remember what I, I asked you. I don't we'll have to go back and listen show. to it. Um, I think it was just in person. Yeah, it was in person. You, we're going to talk a little bit more about box office later, but this isn't the last time we're going to be addressing this on the show. I don't think. About a movie? Uh, just about movies and, you know, them coming out and... Interesting. Right. Watching them. Okay. But let's get into the news. <laughs> Love it. You want to add an extra two in there? <laughs> Mr. Forios? <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Wow, that was a lot. Cineplex to launch Sin Club, a subscription program offering free movies and discounts. This is coming from Bradley Shankar, who's a friend of the show yeah. from Mobile Syrup. It sounded like you said Sin Club, not Cine Club. Like, sin a club. Like, it sounds like a club where they just sin. The, sin, the Ooh, club was That would have been a better name. I, I knew Anthony was going to like that. Club. club. But you, sin and club. when you go into the movie theaters, just like... like it's, it's, like it's, like, it's like the scene from Seven. Eyes Wide Shut. Or that too. Oh, what did you say? <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut. Like, oh, God. The, the orgy scene. I was thinking <laughs> yeah, more Yeah, I was like, that. shit, this is an interesting experience. I was That's a more, deep cut, Cineplex. Why would you yeah. call it that? I was thinking more the scene from like Seven where like they go to that loud like rave where the guy had like the knife. The knife, yeah. I mean, both yeah. equally upsetting scenes both, well, to watch. Mine, I think, is a lot more. Mine involves death. We'll let our audience decide. Yeah. Uh, Cineclub, yes. Cineclub, Cineclub, <laughs> Cineclub. Okay. Cineplex will soon launch a new monthly subscription program called Cineclub that will offer a handful of perks and discounts set to debut on August 11th. Cineclub will cost $9.99 Canadian per month and will offer one free movie per month as well as cheaper member price tickets and 20% off concession items. For reference, a standard ticket costs $13.25. So the monthly CineClub cost works out to be a bit less. Cineplex has never had a program like this, although there was a well-known MoviePass service in the U.S. which offered users one free movie ticket per day. We remember that very well here. Um, that too-good-to-be-true offering ended up shutting down in September 2019, the Canadian press first reported on Cineclub News 
although it notes that Cineplex itself has not yet provided more details. Now, Cineplex, like this article says, has not said anything about this, but they have been, you know, dropping the eye emojis on a couple different people reporting on this. Mm So we're going to hear more about this this week. Shay, what do you think about this news? This is this is what we've been asking for. We talked about it a while ago. We talked about it during the, you know, supposed purchasing of Cineplex from uh, Cineworld? Cineworld, yeah. Cineworld. Cineworld. Can't be dead. I mean, the we go to the theater once a month. So for us, this is kind of a no-brainer. If a standard ticket costs thirteen twenty-five, and I probably will see at least one regular screening film, for $10, bucks, it, it's worth it for me. I also always buy concessions pretty much every time I go, so that discount on the concessions is worth it. It 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 seems to me like a no-brainer for what I would want, but the average moviegoer right now, I'm very interested to see how they're going to react because, again, you are you spoke about this before, Anthony. This is another subscription service you're adding on to mm-hmm. the plethora of subscription services that are already out there. Granted, this one at least kind of gives you a movie in theaters, just a different experience. There's a lot more involved. Yeah, it with gives it. you a night out at least, right, right? Right. So there's there's definitely a lot more there, but um, yeah, I'm curious because a lot of people I know they go to the theater maybe once every few months or every year. So I'm curious. I'm curious. Anthony, what about you? What do you think about this? Yeah, I, I, for me, I need to know more information before I can really commit to to that subscription service. I need to know what mo- type of movies I can watch mm-hmm. with that free movie. And really, like, the environment right now is, do I really want to spend $10 on a movie when I don't know if theaters are going to be open at the time? You know you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Well, sure. What's, what's it going to look like in four or five months? Is this a monthly thing or is it just saying, hey, it's just $10 a month, but you got to pay for a whole year? So, it's, so, it, they, just to, so we could address that, on the, um, on the new Cin, Cinestar... Cineclub. No, 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 the Cinestar oh, magazine, magazine that's coming out. Um, on the on the advertisement for this, it does say that uh, it's a monthly membership you can cancel anytime. Yeah. Okay. So That's luckily, it's good. not like a year long subscription or anything like yeah. that. It's just you know how they break it. Oh yeah, it's only ten dollars. Oh, it's but you only to Pay the whole year. Right. No, no, no. It's yeah. it's ten bucks a month. You uh, cancel anytime you want. I think what I'm more curious about to know is um, the this. $10, that one free movie that we can watch, what are the stipulations around that? Is right. it, oh, you can only watch a movie between Monday to Wednesday from right. 3 to 6. <laughs> only matinees. Yeah. Only matinees. <laughs> only movies starting Matt Damon. It's like, right. there's none out. Then what do I do? Well, Is that what matinee means? Yeah. Also, oh. there's no like on- online presence, which I would have loved. If, like If they included a rental on there, I would have been like, oh, okay, that's that's not bad. Maybe, maybe that might be like the next evolution. The next, next evolution. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if there'll, yeah, I wonder if there's going to be tears to this obviously this is just starting off this is the only thing that we've seen obviously right right? this you know this is just like dipping your foot in exactly so i'm curious if there's going to be tears to this where it'd be like hey you get two movies a month or four movies a month and digital rentals and this and what what would make this like a no-brainer for you to buy tomorrow i think if it's coming out this price point is a nice price point because like 10 bucks like you're just like okay 10 bucks like I got I got ten bucks on me. I could throw ten mm-hmm. bucks at this, especially knowing that that's a cheaper price per movie ticket, and you get twenty percent off concession and whatever other perks come with it. Right. So I think they're introducing this right with the little details we have. This sounds good so far, but I'm also I'm I'm also cautiously waiting to see what else comes with it right because mm-hmm. we've seen like what is it cinemia that we had that was the one that i was thinking about yeah that we cinemia. were uh we i think we spoke about every single week in 2019 yeah. leading up to its uh death right 
Um, because I, it was a third-party service, right? Correct. This one's coming directly from the horse's mouth. Right. Is that what they say? From the horse's mouth? From the horse's mouth. From the s- movie theater's from the s- popcorn. From, from the machine. reel yeah. of the well, movie It wouldn't theater. come from the horse's ass, right? Well, well, well that's what they say about you. <laughs> gosh. Is that too much? I feel that like was, that... It, 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 just, it's those four yos. Those four, four goddamn yos. yos this morning. We, we blame it all on that. But yeah, I mean, this is something that obviously come August 11th when this is officially unveiled or maybe it gets announced sooner maybe by the time you're listening to this they're like these guys are idiots all the information is out there already oh i hope not um we'll have more information on this but i am looking forward to see what this turns into and what this can evolve into um but we'll keep our eyes on it for Mm -hmm. sure coming up next clifford the big red dog is dead um covid got him oh no he was pulled from the toronto international film festival this is coming from eaton blessing of the hollywood reporter Paramount's Clifford the Big Red Dog will not receive a gala premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival in September. Entertainment One, which was set to release the movie in Canada on September 17th, a day and date with Paramount's U.S. release, said the theatrical release, I said have said release so many times here, <clears throat> has now been delayed. Due to this change, the film will no longer be able to attend this year's Toronto International Film Festival, E1 said in a statement. The move made by E1 came a week after Paramount pulled its planned September theatrical release for Clifford the Big Red Dog amid the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and a surge in cases caused by the Delta variant. Now, we mentioned at the top of the show, this is probably not the only time you're going to hear us talk about movies being delayed and moved. It's, it's, it's been a long time since I've, we've heard about movies kind of shifting all Again. at once. So now we are in another wave mm-hmm. of, I think this but is I, the beginning. I thought this was being delayed, and I, I assumed it was because of this, but they said they wanted a, a, um, a more fam- family-friendly month for Clifford to come out. Was that just like a... I think, I think that's what they said, but they also said because of like the COVID... Yeah, the pandemic that's still out situation, there, but people right? are blo- like, just don't want it. Yeah, so I mean, should we just renounce our TIFF accreditations? Well, I, was this looking, for, I was looking forward to Clifford the Big Red Dog at TIFF. I was, it was interesting to see it at TIFF. Yeah, you know, like I, I wanted to expect, meet Clifford. Yeah, you know, I wanted. And we'll get Clifford on the it show. Should, it still could have released there. It could have still been a movie that was part of TIFF because it, a lot of those yeah. movies don't normally come out till maybe October, it, November, or maybe December or later, it, or later. So yeah, I'm super surprised they removed it because I think they would have got like, or unless they're worried about what the movie might look like to to like critics and like sure the, those film enthusiasts <clears> and. I think they were really confident in it, but I don't know what. I mean, like obviously, I know what happened, but yeah, it sucks. I mean, this was uh, this was the one F that I was saving because I think uh, Clifford deserves a big red F. You know, anyways, what I'm trying to say is, uh, <laughs> I was I'm, like, are you gonna tell Clifford to me. F off? Like, no, no, no. I really want to see this movie. I did want to see it too. Because I really wanted to see just it too. the fact that it was gonna be at TIFF was like. It was let's interesting, right? Let's do this. Yeah, let's. It's interesting. You must, you must have something that we've not heard of. This is the so next just, Dark Knight. This, yeah. This movie just becomes number just, one on just our list. Layers of like depth to the to the plot in this movie. It's like wow, I I didn't know that he could solve cancer. That was amazing. Oh you know, God, Clifford. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is one again. We'll keep our eyes on. This is. Did it get a date in November? Because I think it got pushed towards November. It just got pushed. Yeah. Okay. So, Clifford is the first big. Red Dog, big movie oh, to the move. First big red dog. Is this going to be now a chain reaction? Do you guys think? You know, hundred percent. You know what, man? If 
Well, what, what was the movie before the pandemic? Was it was it No Time to Die, the first film that pushed back? No, no time. To, no time to die was the first, or actually, was it Fast and the Furious? Because I think Fast and the Furious was one that they that were, was a full year. That was, that was the first full, one, though, right? I think Fast and the Furious was the Wait. first one to push like that far out. I remember we had tickets for No Time to Die, yeah, and and Mulan. No, it was No far. Time to Die. I think it was No Time to Die. Was it No like, Time to Die? Oh, really? Well, like, oh, these guys are re- overreacting because No Time to Die was supposed to come out in March. We had April. tickets April. Yeah, it was the beginning of April. It was like April. literally April fourth. So we had tickets for it, right? We did. Yeah, and then but I think it was no time to die. Yeah. So to know that now Clifford, who I always considered the James Bond of my, you know, children's book series, <laughs> I to, to know that he's pushing, he's the one trendsetting this time. Uh, it's sad. It's sad because I don't want movies to be delayed anymore. I don't need movies to be delayed anymore. I want to see Spider Man. I want to see Eternals. I think they will be. I just, I know, I based know on the amount of movies that are coming out between September and December, and the cases we had today, and the cases we had, and then in the, Ontario, the rising alone, yeah. cases that are happening in the states and just around the world, they sh- like they should have released those films. Either, I don't know. It's it's a d- difficult decision to make because even if they released it, they're going to lose money. I think they're going to lose money no matter what. Even if. COVID was on the down track and everyone was, you know, going to a theater. I still don't think it was going to make the money they expected to make. So on episode 48 of the movie podcast last year, we did talk about uh, no time to die. No time to die was postponed. So that was the first film. And then literally the week later, it was fast and the furious nine, a quiet place part two, Mulan and more. Right. That got delayed. So, It was a it was a crazy month that March. I think No Time to Die does come out this year. You think I hundred percent? I have a weird feeling, and I was talking I was talking to both of you guys about this. I have a feeling that No Time to Die, now with this with the Amazon Prime deal that just went through with MGM being acquired by Amazon, I have this weird feeling that they don't want to delay Bond anymore. They're going to release it no matter what, but that it's also going to release on Prime Video day mm-hmm. and date. Mm-hmm. I have this weird feeling it's going to happen. Or it's going to be PVOD. You could rent it. So you could purchase it to watch at home. They just need to make a decision. Because at the end of the day, they they now are going to lose money no matter what. Like We know. They, they have aspirations, Universal, to make a movie that will make over $600 million. But you got to just, you got to take the L at this point. Yeah, you have to. It's it's one of those things like, yeah, like how much longer are you willing to delay Because it's becoming right? a joke. It's, it's at this point where people are not going to go see it. In spite of the movie, you know, right? I mean, we see it with Suicide Squad this week, yeah, and its revenue. And you know, this is a movie that's we'll talk about it, but this is a movie that's you know marketed really well, and people were enjoying it, critics enjoying it, but yeah. they're not gaining the same amount of money, right? And I don't think HBO Max made a lot of subscriptions just on Suicide Squad, so I can't even I don't know I can't even say hbo max is the reason why i don't believe that i think people are just hesitant to go to a theater or they just you know they don't want to risk sure and i mean and here's the thing right like when we we saw it opening night together um and then i also saw it again on saturday and my theater was kind of empty and it was a big it was a big screen like it was a big avx like theater right and it wasn't that full um also granted yes the movie's rated r Yes, the movie's coming out in August. It's coming out when there's a big spike in COVID cases. And it's free, basically, if you have HBO Max. So it's like, yes, there's a lot of other things going for it. But this is also marketed very differently. This is also 
showcased very differently from the first Suicide Squad film, which was a Will Smith movie, right? And it was a Joker movie. And they, there was a lot going into it because that's where the, that's, I think that was the year that everyone was so curious to see what DC was doing. And now this one only has the misfortune of coming up as a sequel to one of the most hated blockbusters in the last five years by a lot of people and coming off a string of kind of bad DC movies mm-hmm. that followed after that. Right. So it's really interesting. We're going to talk more about it um, and more about what the fall is going to look like, but let's go into the rest of the news. Brendan Fraser boards Martin Scorsese's killers of the flower moon and legendary comedy brothers. This is coming from Matt Grobar of deadline. Brendan Fraser has joined the casts of Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon and Max Barbacow's Brothers. The former title from Apple TV Plus and Paramount Pictures is a crime drama based on the best-selling book of the same name by David Grant. It is set in the 1920s Oklahoma and will examine the serial murder of members of the oil-wealthy Osage Nation, a string of brutal crimes that came to be known as the Reign of Terror. Frazier will appear in Killers alongside Oscar winners Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio, Emmy-nominated Jesse Plemons, and more. We hear that he will play a lawyer, uh, that he will play lawyer W.S. Hamilton. The latter project, adding Frazier to the cast, is a comedy from Prom Springs Helmer, uh, Bar- Barkabow? Barkabow, which is currently in production in Atlanta. Pick's logline is being kept under wraps, but Frazier will star alongside four-time Emmy winner Peter Dinklage, Oscar nominee Josh Brolin and eight-time Oscar nominee Glenn Close. Uh, Shay, what do you think about this resurgence of Brendan Fraser? Dude, I'm all here for, um, you know, Brendan Mummy Fraser. Four? The Mummy 4. <laughs> Did they technically already do that? Well, I mean, I mean the Mummy really. 4 was Tom Cruise, Yeah, right? it doesn't count that. Does that count? Um, no, no, no we don't count that. No, one. we don't count that. But I'm, I'm here for Brendan Fraser, man. I'm here for hot Brendan Fraser summer. Like, let's do this. this is, <laughs> oh, God. This is what we need. We need Brendan Fraser to come back and... Get everything back in order. Definitely. He was great in No Sudden Move. Yeah. And I just want to see yeah. more of him because I've missed him on the screen. I miss Brendan Fraser and I want Brendan Fraser. Not, yeah, that's it. I want him. Brendan, if you're free, come hang with us on the show, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Brendan Fraser's uh, an interesting actor because he, he was part of my childhood growing up, seeing a lot of movies and just suddenly disappearing, but not really affecting me in a way of like, where did he go? So I found myself like, Asking myself, you know, where's Brendan Fraser two years ago? <laughs> where's Brendan <laughs> Fraser sitting on his couch? You learn about the story of like Brendan Fraser, like, like what he went through the and night. all that stuff, and <laughs> and like how how Hollywood kind of like cast him away, cast him away, threw yeah. him away. And it's just like, man, it's it's tough because Brendan Fraser was he was in a in a lot of he was everywhere, good movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he was everywhere. There was like a span of five years where he was just like the Mummy. Deadly Do Right, George of the Jungle, George of the Jungle, Blast in the Past, Blast like everywhere. Yeah, and then Looney Tunes back in action, and then mm, we're talking about that. Yeah, but that was kind of like the end where the you, end. you stopped seeing him. Everywhere. Uh, was it? What's that? The animal movie did Furry Bone. Fur, Furry Vengeance. Oh, that one too. Is it Furry Vengeance? Yeah, he did that one as well. Yeah. yeah, but it's good to have him in a another like big movie. Yeah, like, no sudden movies. Um, who's it? Uh, Soderbergh. Soderbergh. So. This is a Scorsese film. I'm pretty sure Scorsese is going to use his talent in a great way. Yeah. And hopefully we'll just see him more and more, yeah. get more and more roles again. So it was great to see. Um, speaking of an Apple TV movie, though, which Killers of the Flower Moon is, Apple lands Matthew Vaughn's star-studded spy film, Argyle, in massive package deal. This is coming from 
the package deal of Justin Kroll and Mike Fleming Jr. of Deadline. Apple is near completion on another seismic film package streamer deal. Apple Original Films is closing worldwide rights on Argyle, the next film to be directed by Matthew Vaughn and produced by his Marv Banner. First unveiled with a cast recently, the package bore an ask of $200 million. A deadline hears that this deal is close. Um, it is close right around the mark. It's a deal for one picture, but the hope will be to launch a franchise. Argyle comes with a killer cast led by Henry Cavill, Sam Rockwell, Bryce Dallas Howard, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, John Cena, and Samuel L. Jackson. Making her screen starring debut will be Grammy winner Dua Lipa, who will also provide music for the title track and score. Apple already had a relationship with Vaughn last year acquiring the biopic Tetris, the movie, with Taron Egerton, playing the video game's impressive Hank Rogers. The parties confirmed that Argyle deal Wednesday, but weren't talking Monday. I'm thrilled to the team with Apple at, sorry, I'm thrilled to team with Apple and bring the most compelling spy thriller I've ever read to the only streaming service that can create a franchise of this scale and of quality for global audience to experience, Vaughn said. This is absolutely wild, and this is another massive, massive deal for Apple to be uh, acquiring. Shay, what do you think about this? Matthew Vaughn deal. I know you're a huge Matthew Vaughn fan. I'm a I'm a Vaughn head, as they call them. You're a Vaughn head, eh? That's because I'm I, I like to go to the city of Vaughn a lot. Yeah, so quick to respond. Uh, no, this is awesome. I mean, Matthew Vaughn, he is a brilliant filmmaker. You know, we've seen a lot of his work, and he's produced so many damn films as well. He's a good friend of Mr. Ritchie, Mr. Guy Ritchie. Um. I don't know why I'm giving you his whole history, but the point uh, that I'm Matthew trying to Vaughn make, was born and raised born, born on the cold Sussex. street. Is, is he British? <laughs> yeah, Matthew he is. Vaughn, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. He's like the producer for like so many Guy Ritchie films, like Snatch, Lock, Talk, everything. Right. Uh, but no, this is this is awesome. I think um, Apple right now is targeting the right creators, and again, Apple TV right now also Apple TV Plus is the best deal in streaming at the moment for six dollars, or I think six dollars in here and like five bucks in the United States a month. You're getting so much good content, so many cool things. So mm-hmm. highly recommend it. Keep uh, this is this is a this is an awesome thing for Apple TV Plus. Anthony, how about yourself? Yeah, this is this is great for us for subscribers of Apple TV Plus. I'm looking forward to this spy thriller. Um, the cast looks great. I don't have much to say other than when Apple decides to pick their their movies or tv shows that or limited series that they have on their platform they tend to be really really good very so true. they're they i don't think if they've, they've had a couple of misses in the beginning how long has apple tv plus been out uh it's going on two years. two years this two year this two november years. like this last year everything that's come out has been really good yeah it's it, it's been really impressive for them to just capitalize on this argyle spy thriller i'm thinking they're like looking at this as one of their maybe Oscar pit, you know, Could Oscar be. baited movies that can go into the award season. And Matthew Vaughn's a great director. Great, yeah. Great producer, writer. Is he writing this? He's also writing this. Is he not writing this? I don't believe so. I don't, don't know. But here's the thing. So it's based on, uh, it's based on a novel yeah. that's going to be coming out. But what's really cool, like Matthew Vaughn, obviously what he's done with the Kingsman franchise. So it, he, he's used to working with 20th century Fox or 20th century studios. AKA Disney. AKA Disney. I guarantee you, once the Kingsman comes out, there's going to be some type of 
deal that's made with Apple where it's going to be like, oh, Matthew Vaughn's Marv signs a first look deal with Apple. Like, guarantee you that's coming. If he's already signed two of his movies over to Apple, you know that's coming. Yeah, they're Mm -hmm. going to do a first look for sure. Do we know, do we have a date yet on the Tetris film? I don't think so, but I can, I can definitely. I didn't even know he was doing this Tetris, like Taron Edgerton was playing this video. Yeah, I remember seeing, I remember seeing the set photos of it. They posted, like, yeah, they've done a lot more set photos. Like, if you follow um, Taron on Instagram or Twitter, like, he definitely likes to post a lot about it. Uh, It's expected this year, but I mean, we'll see what actually happens. As of right now, no date. Okay. Hopefully it does hit this year because, you know, with it being an Apple TV plus streaming service, like, you could drop that this year, like. The streaming services are the ones succeeding here this year, right? We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, speaking of seeing what happens, let's get into the box office. Cha-cha-ching! Oh, I always forget. I forget. It's okay, man. I always look at Shay because I feel like he's the one who does it, but I know it's a group thing. It's okay. We could do it. We could do it in. Let's get to the box office. Cha-ching! I forgot okay, again. He, he literally Still, was looking at us. Like, he's like, I'm like, okay, let's do it again. And he's like, yo, 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 yo. He's like, ka chow. That's the car. That's movie. the car. No. It was too quick for me, guys. It's like, I was, you know, breathing at that time. You're really like, <gasps> the Suicide Squad set to top subdued weekend box office with 25 million. This is coming from Elise Schaefer of Variety. 25 million. 25 million, like I'm saying. Man. Oh, what's that song with Drake? 25 cent. 25 cent on 25. What is See, it? Now, now you, you messed me up. It. You missed me. Yeah. 25 cent on 25 mil? I think so. If you're Drake, write into us and let yeah. us you know, know. You know who's made 20 more money? Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Warner Brothers, nice. the Suicide Squad, is supposed to come out on top with the subdued box, domestic box office this weekend with an estimated three day gross of 25.65 million. Though the R-rated superhero film is now expected to fall short of previous industry predictions that it would gross over $30 million its first weekend, the Suicide Squad is still set to top the box office up by a margin of $10 million. As the Delta variant causes COVID-19 concerns to rise in the U.S., it's possible that moviegoers are opting to stay inside this weekend and enjoy the James Gunn-directed film from the comfort of their homes on HBO Max, where it is also available to stream at no additional cost. Here we are, one of the biggest films of the year, coming in with a disappointing weekend. Disappointing. So hurt. I, I'm saying that it's still, it's still not a sh- small amount of money. But when you're looking, and it's still the highest R-rated weekend of the year. Mm-hmm. Or during, I think, I think during the pandemic. This time last year, Tenant was out in August, right? Yeah, by the end of August, right? right. But this definitely stings. You know, mm-hmm. It definitely stings. What it's, happened? Uh, I don't. I like we've been talking about it quite a bit in our in our in our different episodes. I don't think people are willing to go back to the theaters just yet. It. I. I don't think you're wrong. It's what's interesting with this opening is Birds of Prey opened to around thirty three million dollars last year. That was pre pandemic. Still, the pandemic was creeping up on us because it was February, but. $33 million. This makes less than that. Both are rated R. They're kind of in the same ballpark of make of films. The first Suicide Squad film, I think, made like $130 million opening weekend. Also, different time, PG-13 movie, way different marketing, all that kind of stuff. But, Shay, what's your, what's your take on all of this? There's a lot. There's a lot here that we have to unravel. Now, one of the things that I noticed a lot about WB this year especially is... They've been having a ton of fan screenings. 
I had I I knew more people who had seen the Suicide Squad before the Suicide Squad had come out, uh, not including press. Then I then I should have. I feel I'm like, oh, how'd you see it? They're like, oh, they had a fan screening here and, and here and here. And I'm like, whoa, for free. So that many people are gonna go see this movie. You're not gonna. I mean, I know you want word of mouth to spread, but it's just not that powerful right now, word of mouth, because people would rather be safe. And if people want to be safe, they'd watch from home on and, HBO and Max. And that's the thing, right? People can pirate movies <clears throat> nowadays. It's unfortunate, but the worst part about this is this movie is is shot on IMAX cameras. So to see it on a big screen is the best way to see it. At home, I I mean, I watched a bit of it and it was great, but I missed that theater that theater feel that feeling. And WB put way too many roadblocks ahead for the Suicide Squad. I think, in my opinion, that have have caused this issue to occur. What do you think the biggest roadblock is? HBO Max. <laughs> but like, you can say that about Disney, because really, Disney only made what ten more million dollars on Jungle Cruise. What do you mean? With the, like in theaters, so yeah. it's not just. I don't think it's. Well, yes, you're right. They had a lot of fan screenings. Yeah. I just don't think people want to go back to theaters. No, I, I also agree. And also, again, Jungle Cruise is the rock. You know, it's Emily Blunt. It's this Disney film, and it's a it's a family film as well. Yeah. The Suicide Squad. That's a big thing, right? People that I tell about, oh yeah, you should go watch the Suicide Squad. They're like, oh no, but if it's like the last one, or or oh, I haven't seen the last one. It's like you don't have to have seen any of it, and that's right. the problem that it's too soon after the twenty sixteen five one. years. Yeah. So, so but Jungle the, Cruise, yeah, definitely Jungle Cruise made more money, um, being the family film. But not a lot of mo- more money. No, no, it made thirty three million. Thirty three million. It made like they they combine it, but really it's thirty three million in the theater. Right. Not a lot of money. That's surprising for That's a low, movie like that. That would have definitely made eighty to ninety easily without a, without the pandemic. Oh right? yeah. Easily. Next week is Free Guy. I'm curious. I think Free Guy is going to op- may open up bigger than the Suicide Squad. Because it's again, it's a PG. It's a PG thirteen film. Twenty five million. Which is the Suicide Squad. I'm, Betting twenty five million in mix. You think it's going to match the Suicide Squad? Yeah. How about you, Shay? What do you think? I think it'll make less. I think it'll make less. Yeah. I have a weird feeling Free Guy is going to be like the hit of the summer, you know? Because Ryan Reynolds, it's PG thirteen. It's it's upsetting because like again, you know, you guys heard our reviews out for the Suicide Squad right now. Again, this is no my by means a, a flop. It's not a flop. No, in the no. summer. No. Again, this is the highest grossing R rated film. In the last two years, but it's like, man, like you just when you when something's so good, you want it to succeed. I really hope that Warner Brothers releases the HBO Max numbers because I think that's going to be a huge, huge uh, factor for like what was the viewership at home versus right what in was the it? theater, right? Right. We were talking about this. I don't know if we mentioned it during our other reviews, but like people are very selective of what they're going to go watch in right. theaters. We were talking about that last week because you know a. If I'm going to go watch a movie, is this the right movie to go watch in theaters? And even though it is, it, does it connect with me for me to actually get there? Right. You know, HBO Max should have done it as premier access as well. Like they, the fact that they said I think it's they, free, I think they will next year. Maybe, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe next, next year. year. Yeah, this year HBO, like we said last December, HBO Max and Warner Brothers dropped a bomb of an announcement yeah. saying yeah. everything we released this year day and date on HBO Max. Yes, Wild. this is a weaker year compared to other years for Warner Brothers, especially next year. Yeah. But that is wild that like for all of Warner Brothers this year, 
you don't have to go to a theater to watch their stuff, which I think is it's a a cool move. You could sign up for what three uh, a month. Yeah, and there's so many plans, especially in the states. There's bundles and bundles that you can get three months for free and still be able to watch. Go buy like a a, you know a bag of bread from the grocery store. It comes to six months with (laughs) and you're like, wow, they. They're giving it for free. I think that was a wrong choice. Huge decision it's, that was so bad. That it's going to impact their bottom line massively. They could have even year. charged an additional 15 per film. Like, you know, if you didn't yeah. do all 25 that Disney's doing in the States, charge a 15. If you're willing to go free, why not give it for 15, you know? Damn. They were too, too quick on the draw. They literally did it because they wanted to feed HBO Max subscriptions, right? right? That's right, all right. they wanted. So I'm really curious now, where does... Are their subscriptions going higher? Is this did this plan work, or did this just hit the like take the the rug out of well, the look, Warner Brothers theatrical? Disney, who did it right, they're making quite a bit of money. They're making tons of money off, off Disney Access, Plus, right? Premier Access. Why wouldn't I want to do that? Because if they're going to do it for Disney, I might as well charge same day and date for movies to be on HBO and theaters. We're coming up to the next big blockbuster of the year with Shang-Chi in September, September 3rd, three weeks away from now. I feel like it's like we've been seeing marketing for it, but I also feel like it's been a little quieter. I'm really yeah. curious to see, does it still hit September? I think it, I think it's still going to release because we're so close. Release, yeah. When does it come out again? September 3rd. Yeah. We're, so we're, we're three weeks away from yeah. that. We have I've, Candyman coming out I've soon I've watched too. one, com- maybe one commercial I've seen. See more Free Guy than Changey. Seeing a lot of Free Guy, definitely. But I'm, I'm just guy. curious now, like, are, are studios going to look at that film and be like, we've had two Marvel films now underperform. I'm just predicting in the future. Right. We can't release, some, we can't release our movie this year. Eternals cannot come out this year. Eternals, Spider-Man cannot Eternals come out this year. and Spider-Man. Well, Eternals more so right now, I think, is that big question mark of, do they push it again? Eternals was supposed to come out last September. Last November. 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 A year. It got pushed a year. If any movie's going to come out, it should be that. Well, I agree with you. But but it's, again, it's one of those things that Disney's, what if Disney's like, why, maybe they do Premiere Access again, which I think would would be great. Oh, yeah. But would it be one of those things that they're like, no, we want all the box office money for this. But do you also see the You're not going to make them, you're not going to make that money. Like, I can you right now you're not going to make a billion dollars like you did two years ago but do you also it's, see the united states shutting back down again no there right, we go they're gonna keep theaters open they'll keep theaters open but they're gonna add more people in theaters they'll be like we added extra seats <laughs> oh okay <laughs> we're at the ceiling level what <laughs> like a little mezzanine above double decker uh, seats oh no <laughs> they're not gonna make a billion dollars no i know they're not gonna make it what do you like, it's gonna take five years it's gonna get it literally there should be a five-year plan <laughs> release Eternals in five years. No, no, I meant like no, I mean no, like kidding. for another movie. I think it'll take five years for a movie t- for people to really be comfortable going back in theaters, and that's if theaters are still around. Um, to make a billion dollars again, they ain't making a billion. I'll tell. I am no financial expert, but I'm telling not, you, you are that. not going to make a billion dollars. I think the only movie that will come close to making a billion dollars, if not if it does, is Spider Man. If it does come out, but, but when you say close to. How close? I'm like generally. How I, close I honestly believe. Okay, if Spider Man come, let's say we are where we are right now. Right. If if things are getting worse in the states and here COVID numbers, I don't think Spider Man's coming out. Okay. But if Spider Man comes out, let's say things stay status quo to what they are right now. It's the exact same as right now. Exact yeah. same as right now. I think Spider Man will make a billion dollars. A billion worldwide. 
I, I honestly think it could come close because it's Spider-Man, and if it's everything that people are thinking it's going to be, I think it will be at least 800 to a billion dollars, but I okay. think it could hit a billion dollars. But again, I don't, I just have this weird feeling that it's not going to come out this year. No, We're heading into wrong. August. We haven't seen anything of this movie. We have a title, and if anything, I could see Sony pushing Ghostbusters to December. Because they'll be like, you know what? We're just going to shift everything again. Ghostbusters go to December. We'll put Spider-Man in January. We'll put Morbius somewhere else in February. And then move from there. The Matrix the, 4 is not coming out. Either. I don't think the Matrix is coming out this year no. either. Hell no. Dude, when they dropped that in the HBO Max uh, trailer for last year, it was just a title card. Yeah. Are they even, are they done shooting it? I don't think so. You know, like, I don't think this movie's coming out this year either. I did see Keanu Reeves do an interview about a movie or something and he had a shaved head so and that was what two months ago i don't think it's fully done either principal photography has been done it's been so that wrapped actually last november principal photography wrapped last november but visual effects editing sound all that i just don't think it'll be done by december or it is done but they're not going to release it it's going to release december 22nd 2021 no it doesn't make sense to like Black Widow right now has made 350. Domestic? No. Worldwide? Worldwide. That's, that's shocking. That's, that's, like, that's like Blockbuster from like 10, 10 yeah. years ago or so. And right? F9 did 645. That's shocking. Yeah. Which was also open for a month. In China. In, In China. China that's shocking. Right? Yeah. That's a billion dollar franchise. Yeah. Like the Chinese love Fast and the Furious. Yeah. They, they love, love it. cars. They love fast cars and fast women. I don't think that... Like, so Spider-Man No Way Home is coming out December 17th. Matrix is going to come out December 21st. No. Those two movies <sighs> are not coming out. <laughs> A Quiet Place Part 2 made almost the same amount as Black Widow. Isn't that wild? Isn't that actually crazy? Yeah. It came out before, right? Yeah. yeah. But, they, but they've made almost the same amount of money. Yeah. So, I... I, I yeah, if if this trend continues and Spider-Man No Way Home does come out, I don't think it'll hit a billion, but I think it'll be very interesting. The King's Man also comes out December 22nd. That movie better come that out. Better. <laughs> that movie better come that out. movie, I don't know what's going on with that movie. First, yeah, and then West Side Stories, December 10th. That movie should still, like, it should be... Why, why December of all We're coming months. into a time where the next few months, I think the next, by September... We're going to have a really good idea of what the rest of the fall is going to look like. And not to sound super pessimistic, but I don't think it's looking too hot right now. It's not looking hot. Dune is never getting a sequel. Guaranteeing <laughs> oh, no. you that. Dune is doomed. Dune is doomed. I think it was doomed no matter what, but. It was doomed right. no matter what. No matter if it was with or without COVID, I still think it's not going to make the money. People I think, think without it's COVID, gonna... it would have done a lot better and we, we might have seen a sequel. But with COVID, ooh, I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> I don't like the way you did that. that you but we'll see. We'll obviously stay tuned to the movie podcast. We'll always keep you updated. But let's get into some trailers. 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 I've got a variety of trailers this week. Uh, I'm going to go rapid fire through them. Then we can talk about the ones that we like. We had the great season. The great season two. Uh, why the last man? Is it, is it why? E? E? Why? E? The last man? That was E. I thought it was why. I mean, it's the letter Y, but... So, I, yeah, like, what but would I you think say? it's pronounced differently. 
Um, it's well, actually pronounced what? 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 Cobra Kai season four, Impeachment, American Crime Story, Cinderella, Venom two, Cry Macho, and Kate. Um, I can tell you off the bat, my favorite trailer this week, or is probably just a, a teaser. I really like the Impeachment teaser, only because I think American Crime Story, the OJ one, and the Versace one were both so well done. I'm excited to see what they do with this one. Also, shout out to Venom 2 for being more Venom. Yeah. yeah. That uh, The way Carnage looks, though, I got to give it to him. He looks badass. He looks I don't bad. Like, I don't like um, Cassidy when he's not Carnage. He just looks like a club promoter. 100%. From, like, <laughs> one, from like, GTA Vice City. Yes. Yeah. With the hair and... 100%. The, the, like, I remember the set photos came out and he was like wearing like, a Hawaiian shirt. I'm like... That's Carnage? Woody Harrelson, why are you playing this role like well, that? Why are you in Vice City? What's Again, going on? I don't get why the film doesn't look different than the first one. And I think, you know, you have a new director, you have a new team on this film. This is the chance to reinvent. This is your chance to go from, you know, Mission Impossible 3 to Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol and so many other I films. I would say that Mission Impossible 2 to Mission Impossible. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, right. You that, that's, do you find, like, dare much, you. Much, much, dare you. Yeah, I don't know why I said How like that. How dare you? Tom Hardy just looks like... I don't know, when he plays Venom, or he plays his character in Venom, he just looks disheveled all the time. He looks like he's holding in a shit. Like, yeah, like, he's sweating, <laughs> and I'm just like, why aren't you just... He looks like he literally, literally like, they're like, hey, listen, Tom, you, have a, you, you have a parasite inside you of you. You can't use this toilet today. Like, like, well, why not? Just, get, on, get on the film set. Yeah. And it bothers me, too, because Tom Hardy is such a suave dude. Suave, yeah. Good-looking guy, and in this movie, like, he doesn't play the, oh, I'm just like a, I'm just a reporter type of guy. Like, he doesn't play no. that off well especially his performance in the first film oh is my God. baffling yeah how off the wall he Everywhere. went in it right it just doesn't suit the kind of but i did his notice acting though style. i did notice in this one it does say daily bugle this time i did see that the daily world which i believe was in the san first francisco one. Well, the daily, daily world was bugle. the news was the news uh site that oh the news i guess corporation he worked for in san francisco and then he saw the daily bugle paper is he, online. Is he at the end in the first movie yeah I don't know. No, so I mean, that's what I'm saying. In the first one, like they don't talk about it at all. No, but they this don't. one it's Daily Bugle. I think West Coast Edition or whatever they call Sanford, it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah San so I'm like, okay, so now there's more of an acknowledgement. Like now, I think they're trying to tie it. I think in the first one they were like, let's see what happens. Right. I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't know what any of this Sony MCU stuff means yet because we haven't even seen Morbius come out yet, and Morbius yeah. supposedly has Michael Keaton in it. So I don't know. But this movie alone. I mean, obviously, we're going to go see it. Yeah. But do I expect it to be as good or better? Okay. So as good? Sorry, Shane? Sorry. As good? I got to choose my words carefully. Yeah. As Venom? On par? As <laughs> on par as the first one? Or better? I don't know. Andy Serkis has not made a good movie yet, director-wise. So this is not going to oh, be... Oh, yeah. He's directing he's, this movie. Andy Serkis is directing this. The CG does look nicer. Very much so. You know, I think, you know, when uh, when you see Carnage transform out of from Woody Harrelson, it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wow, that actually looks solid. We'll see what this movie is. Again, I, I just I just don't want it to be like, because the first movie just turned into like, oh, here are these two goobers fighting each other, and this one looks like goofy, it's going to be goobers. <laughs> this movie looks like it's like, oh, here's two like goobers, more goobers, more goobers fighting each other, yeah. right? Uh, I did get a laugh, and he was like, oh, it's a red one, because that's how Venom sounds oh, or something. That was good, right? That was really good. Wow. Yeah, Venom would not say that though. It, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he would never. I don't. He would, he I don't would be get like, the take on Venom. I don't this. get the take on Venom either, because he is never this like let me like witty, not you know? witty or like 
funny dude. He was always like, I'm going to eat your flesh. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds like, like Let me see me. your nose so I can break it again. And yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah, like it's just weird. But that was actually, that, I was leaning a little bit you, more to Pacino there. You also, also memorized this trailer. Yeah. Boy, yeah. I feel. When Venom eats someone, like, does Tom Hardy have to shit it out? No, yeah. but, he's not, but he's not allowed to. That, that's shit. what Shay was saying. They don't allow him to shit it out. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. But yeah, because he's just like, we can fight, and then you can eat everybody you want. Yeah. And then he's just like, "Oh yeah!" It's like, dude, you watched the show a lot. I watched I'm it a twice. Little concerned, and I was also the Kool Aid Kool Aid Man there too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but just it just it's just so I laugh because it's just so interesting the direction they're taking. Yeah, oh yeah, this. it's just very very strange. Again, I have no idea what this movie's about because it looks so generic. Like the yeah. plot looks so stupid. And I think that's why the MCU and Kevin Feige they're like, yeah, you know what? Maybe let's not do the symbiote. Let's let, yeah. let's not have Venom in these movies yet because yure. they're doing something Even else. Over I would there. love to see Venom in the MCU. Yeah, but like I don't want to see real, Tom Hardy's MCU. No, no, no. <laughs> Venom in the MCU. The real Venom. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's the real Venom? The one that's gonna kill people and eat people and like. I want the Topher Grace Venom back. Too see much? yourself. See yourself out of this. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast this week, Anthony. Any other trailers uh, stand out to you this week? Mm, I liked. The Great Season 2, because I thought The Great Season 1 was fantastic, and oh, can't wait for Season great. 2 to come out. Um, this time it's coming out on Hulu. Last year it was on Amazon Prime. Interesting. Which I, I was confused. I'm like, was it all, it was a Prime show before, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how these streaming services work anymore. <laughs> like, it's just shows are premiering on different things. Sometimes and, they'll end and be picked up by other studios. It, it happens. And it happens. Cry Macho, I, I didn't... I'm interested to see what this, how this movie plays out with Clint Eastwood, directed by Clint Eastwood, stars Clint, Clint Eastwood. Do you think he dies at the end? Oh, I think so. But he looks like he's a skeleton <laughs> walking, walking on, uh, on soil. But it, It's interesting because Clint Eastwood, again, a, a storied career, he's a legend. But it's just his last, I think, 15 years of films that he's made... Other than I would say Captain Phillips have just been so boring. Yeah. I feel like oh this movie, yeah. especially boring. when he acts in them. Oh, this yeah. movie looks so generic. It's such another plenty. You could do this and you could, you could cut this trailer with all the last couple trailers he's done with mule mule, even grand Torino, grand Torino there, for sure. Where he's just an old man with a young kid who has to learn the error of his ways. Right. And yeah. not become a racist. And I was gonna say, I, in every film, he has I don't to know, stop. Is he, is he a racist in this he's one? He's not yet, but in the movie, he'll definitely be a racist. He'll definitely drop some type of verbiage that will just be like, oh my God, yeah, why? The, the kid's Spanish, right? So he's going to make a taco joke. He's going to do something like yeah. this. For sure. Yeah. And it's like, is this Clint's way of just getting his racism out when he wants to film? Maybe. Because he's <laughs> portraying a character, right? Oh, right. He's like, yeah, I don't really believe this. But I'm going to say it. But you know, like, <laughs> I don't want to say, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be that person that says, you know, it's time to retire, but I feel like... I think his doctor Clint, should tell him that. Yeah. Clint Eastwood is like that guy, like he's the ma- he's the macho person of that generation. He he's is. the last of his generation, truthfully. Like there's of that old... He has no more friends. <laughs> I just... They're all dead. Clint, don't you want to like relax and you're making these movies, but people are not like really connecting with them. Just chill. This guy's like, working nonstop. Maybe he's afraid that if he stops working, maybe he'll... He'll forget. He'll pass like you know a Maybe, lot of people yeah. like oh for sure continue when you working, retire like, that's when things start to you start to think of things right. and like he, you know clearly he's making all these movies he he's made so many movies in his 90s yeah it's 
absolutely like he's the only director i've ever known to make keep, movies keep going and act and act yeah it's good but for him. like there are weird parts too i know we talked about his face looks really i don't know if it's cg or made up make- there, there's some type there was something like when i was seeing screenshots from this film yeah I'm like, there's something off here. It's his skin was really soft, like he was almost yeah. face tuned. In it, it's, sense. Yes. Yeah, it's it's almost <laughs> it's yeah, almost no, like very much so. they had like a filter on the camera, yeah, like to soften him up. Because yeah. it, it looked very. He's supposed to be playing a 25 year old. My lord! <laughs> so he looks pretty good. Oh, in yeah, my he opinion. does. Wow. Um, um, also, shout out to uh, the Cinderella trailer this week, which no. was the. I'm, no, I'm just I'm just saying I I say shout out. Look, but I want I meant to say I want to shout out it. Shout out, um, shout Camilla out. Cabello, I'm shotgun my face. <laughs> oh my lord! Um, that comes out in September on Amazon Prime. Third as well. It's going up against. Uh, it's going against Shang Chi. Shang Chi. I think this will come on on top with viewers. <laughs> people are just people have Amazon Prime Video. They don't even know they have Prime Video. They don't know. Yeah, honestly, this trailer was god awful. And I knew this movie would be bad because of all the you know the set news that was coming out about how it was you know a rough set. But my god, I didn't hear that. There was a rough set on this. There's a rough set. What's a rough set? They were, just having some, they were having a lot of filming issues. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, this looks terrible. Like, absolutely. And then once James Corden shows up, it like amplifies how awful this movie is. And that's and that's what bothers me. I'm so sorry, and I sound super mean, but it like there is no way this looks good, right? No. <laughs> oh, you're asking no, us no, yet? No. Do you guys like this trailer? What, should we ask Madam Dude? No. It's a red one. It's a Cinderella. <laughs> uh, we'll um, we'll see. We shall see. Uh, out this week, we have Marvel Studios' What If, which premieres on Wednesday. We will have a review for you tomorrow or on Tuesday. That's when we're allowed to talk about it. So don't ask us until then. Uh, Free Guy also releases on Friday. Don't Breathe Two drops on Friday, and Respect drops on Friday. So some pretty big movies coming out this week. Of course, we will have our reviews. Look out on the feed for our reviews as they drop. Our free guy review is out now that you can listen to. Um, what are we watching this week? But before I ask you guys, we asked you, the listener, to write in what you've been watching. And shout out to our friend Shane and Jaira for letting us know what they've been watching. Shane's been watching F Boy Island. Yes, on Netflix. That was see. We could have said our one F, but we said two already this show. Did we? We did. You said at the top of the I show. Think I said one. I didn't I say said it. I, think, I said I think one we had at the top of the show. I think you said another one. And later. I put another one in yeah, there. Yes, we had. We had I two. Only and said then zero. Dan, and then Shay said Effin. Effin. You said Effin. Um, I think I said Evan. This is oh, <laughs> this is year two thousand seven. But like, um, and Jira is wa- just watched old. Exactly. Yes. No. Yes. Anthony, what have you been watching? I've been watching the Olympics. All right, Anthony. <laughs> Shay, how are you? All right, gold medal for that you? answer. Oh yes. <laughs> Uh, 2020 Olympics, What If, uh, Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad, Rick and Morty, Dark Knight Returns, Cocaine Cowboys, which is a documentary on Netflix about um, drug smugglers. Thank oh. God. <laughs> um, I think it's like six episodes. Really interesting story about these two guys who smuggled drugs from Colombia to Miami and how they got millions of dollars and then they get caught and, you know, the typical drug lord story right but really really cool is it is it new it's new yes um super interesting you get to learn about these guys who you know they, they usually come from nothing and then you know a little bit of money and then boom they become these super rich it's like uh was that war dogs that came out a few years ago yeah todd phillips yeah but this is it is a doc so these are based on real people um american horror story 1984 finished that and free guy um that's it 
Yeah, it's been a, it's it's kind of a, a quieter week for us. Right? I really focused on the Olympics this this week. I just watched a lot of Olympic coverage. It's the Olympics is like comfort food to have on in the background. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. Yeah, it just I, I just I love having it on. In the and background. like Canada's won quite a bit of gold. I know we didn't. Really, we won last. We came eleventh cycling. Yes, we we won last night for cycling. We came eleventh in the countries and medal counts. Nice. Should be better, but. Um, we're doing pretty good. Though. We're doing pretty good. Yeah, Congratulations to our India listeners. I know there was an uh, Indian athlete who won first gold for yeah. that country, which that's is true. huge. That's amazing. Just, you know, you think of a country with a billion people at one time, you th- you don't even realize that. Yeah, this is their first gold. They don't. Yeah. they've never. You had assume it. they've had to have won a gold. Yeah, that's awesome for them. Yeah, yeah. Congrats, India. Congrats to our fans out there. Yeah, and thank you for listening to us in India as well, too. Yeah. Uh, Shabazz, how about yourself? Uh, for me, I watched Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. I think it was the three-year anniversary. Yes, I too watched it. Yes, so we watched that. Um, we watched Free Guy in theaters, and our review is up for that. Uh, the Suicide Squad by James Gunn. Um, my girlfriend and I started WandaVision. We did the first two episodes. She was really liking it, so that's awesome, because I know the first two episodes are kind of like a barrier of entry for some people, like, where they're like, uh... Because before, before you see behind the curtain, yeah, right? Yeah, it's too fans. It's too old for me. I can't get the jokes. Um, I don't know who I'm sounding like. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I finished season one of The Sopranos and I loved it. And I'm on season two now. I think I'm the second or third episode in. Uh, physical, I'm watching some more of that on Apple TV+. Plus. watched Birds of Prey before we went to go see The Suicide Squad. And obviously, Marvel's What If. Or what if I didn't watch it? What if I did? I don't like the way that you're looking at me when you're saying this, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I don't like it either. Uh, for myself... I did watch our rewatch Cruella, which I haven't seen since we reviewed it back in May. So it was nice watching it again. It's such a fun movie. Watch it with the family. Um, like I said, I watched Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. I watched Mission Impossible Fallout as well, because why not? Uh, we spoke about Free Guy. We spoke about uh, The Suicide Squad, which I saw twice in theaters. Uh, I, for some reason, put on the 2016 Suicide Squad, and then I reminded myself I should never do this again. Mm-hmm. Um, watch Birds of Prey as well, which uh, watching it this time, yes, there's a lot of fun moments in that movie, but I think th- that movie does feel a little everywhere yeah. sometimes, right? It doesn't yeah. feel as tight as it's, it should it's be. It's not as bad as people make it out to be, no. but I think that that movie has very serious pacing issues or story. The way the story is just laid out. I yeah. Think it's I, it's, very weird. I think this, I don't, I think the story is the biggest struggle for me because I think Harley Quinn is great. Yeah. But I also think the inclusion of the birds of prey also take away from telling her story because there's a lot of time that we're not with Harley. So it's, it's kind of everywhere, but it's still a, it's still a fun movie. Uh, what if check out our review for it very soon. Uh, the Batman, the long Halloween has been in my watch list for so long. So I watched uh, part one and part two really great. I'm a huge fan of the comic book. So to, to see the graphic novel realized like that uh, was really cool. They did change some things up from the original graphic novel. I feel they always do that. Yeah, mainly like who the holiday killer was. So I thought that was an interesting take the way they did it. With like they kind of abridged it a little bit, but I think it made sense when you do that when you're making something as for a movie. Um, also, shout out to David Dashmalian, who plays Calendar Man in uh, Long Halloween as well. Oh, cool. and he was just in the Suicide Squad as Polka Dot Man, and he's an Ant Man, and he was in the Dark Knight. So this guy's just popping up everywhere. Um, what else did I watch this week? Oh yeah, Val, the Val Kilmer documentary. It's on Amazon Prime, produced by A24. Definitely watch it if you're interested in acting, if you're interested in the behind the scenes of movies. Um, it's such a brilliantly done documentary. 
it's all narrated by his son who sounds exactly like him. Like I think all of us thought in the trailer that was him narrating. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then you actually see him in the documentary and now he uses like a voice box to talk. Um, obviously because he, he did have like, cancer and the radiation uh, destroyed his like vocal cords. So um, it's definitely a sad documentary, but just seeing his career and what he's been doing and um, just learning about his family, definitely, definitely recommend checking it out. Definitely watch it on Amazon Prime if you have it. Now, gentlemen, we did say we wanted to play a game today. Would you like to play a game? And I do have a game for you. So like we said at the top of the show, I have a bunch of film reviews, all rotten reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm going to read them to you. And I want you guys to guess what movie it's about. Listen closely to some of the wordage, some of the verbiage, because it may give away a little slight of like, oh, that's a fun way the way they phrase that. Right. It might give it away. First one, I think we'll be able, you'll be able to get. And I'm just going to leave it to you guys. You guys could just shout it out. I'm not going to pick and choose. You just, you just shout out what movie you think it is. They're okay. all from 2021. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Shabazz, are you ready? I'm ready. Anthony, you ready? I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> the film flexes the kind of self-awareness to push the series into full-blown parody while still showing some mileage left. F9. Nine. Very good. Very good. I'm going to put a check mark for both of you. Thank you. Good job. Was, was it the mileage that got you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And the parody uh, And part. the flexing. <laughs> and the flexing. <laughs> Alrighty. You guys ready for the next one? Yeah. Yes. <sighs> Alright. You're going to start getting interesting now. For an hour, it is the passable version of a much greater and just average adventure until it leans hard into special effects Leaning, oh, sorry, leaving us with a less exciting and far less fun version of the Pirates of the Caribbean films. Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise is correct. Are these too easy? Yeah, that was easy. Well, yeah, that Pirates one. Yeah. Pirates one got you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm staring and at the Shay. Disney ride it's based on. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, <laughs> Shay is staring at Daniel. I'm staring right at Shay. Anthony's just waiting. He wants to see. You know, Daniel's staring outside. I'm, I, just, I just memorized yeah. bad reviews. Um, here we go. More woman is the only decent idea. Otherwise, it's business as usual. Otherwise, it's all formulaic, bish bosh, smash crash accent scenes broken up by lame jokes and lame philosophizing along the lines of your pain only makes you stronger. The Black Widow? Black does, Widow? Does Anthony get a, a vote too? Is Black that Widow, what you're going to yeah. go with? Black Widow, yes. It's correct. Black okay. Widow is correct. It was just sounded weird. very misogynistic. That's why I assumed, <laughs> I assumed it would be a Black Widow review. Next one. It is a film that has no reason to exist except as a vehicle for reminding people that various pieces of content, all of them merchandisable, are available for instant streaming now. It is a film that has no reason to exist except as a vehicle for reminding people that various pieces of content, all of them merchandisable... Space Jam, New Legacy. ...are available for instant Mer- streaming yeah. now. Yeah. Space Jam. Space Jam is correct. Yeah. Like the merchandising. What movie had multiple characters? And that movie should not have existed. existed. <laughs> yeah. This, I should have just left it there. This movie should not exist. Oh, uh, Space Jam. <laughs> Here we go. Next one. What once felt clever now feels like a sort of exercise in corporate entertainment brand building, sorry, 
corporate entertainment brand building that's cynical enough to leave you speechless. That would sound like Space Jam 2, but it's not Space Jam. Well, you're not doing doubles, are you? No doubles. Okay. Okay. What once felt like a clever, what once felt clever now feels like the sort of exercise in corporate entertainment brand building that's cynical enough to leave you speechless. I don't know. Corporate? Like, I have no idea. Not sure, eh? Boss baby? No. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, So think of something that could have been a one-off, but now is a franchise. Quiet Place? Is correct. Oh wow. wow! Good one. Wow! You got it. You you wouldn't have guessed that, eh, Cher? Because the speechless, I think I thought you would have gotten it on. Because I was gonna I, go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> if you did, Pardon me. <laughs> if you did that, then I would have been like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Good job, Anthony. Everything that I liked was in concept and on paper, but when you watch it, it just kind of comes off as generic sci-fi action movie. Most Everything I liked series. was in concept and on paper, but when I watched it, it just felt as it came across as generic sci-fi action movie. What sci-fi films did we get this year? We got a we got a few sci-fi films. Did we? Did we? Oh, the Tomorrow War. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we only got the one sci-fi yeah. film this year. Yeah. All right. The Tomorrow War we got. We ready for the next one? Yeah. <clears throat> this one. This one may. Uh, this one may be an interesting one. Too much of the film feels more informed by other movies than any real experience. That's it. Too much of the film feels more informed by other movies than any real experience. I saw this review and I was just like, that's kind of a weird like little blurb to put on Rotten Tomatoes for this movie especially. Think early into the year. Too much of the film feels more informed by other movies than any other Nobody? real experience. No. Think smaller. King Kong? <laughs> uh, smaller? That, was good. that was good. Wrath of Man? No. I'm trying to remember. Too many. Too much of the film feels more informed by other movies than any other real experience. We can start going through movies. Can I take a look at movies that came out this year? You can. I've been doing that. You, oh, you have been? Oh, so I, I, I can give you a, I, I can give you a clue. I can give you a clue. Do you guys want a clue? Not yet. Okay. I haven't, I didn't use it for a quiet place. Because I don't, unless you guys are typing in the statements. <laughs> no, I'm sure to see uh, the movies that came out this year again. Because you, you blank out a little Do bit. Do you guys sometimes. want me to tell you how we saw this movie? Sure. Sundance. Shit. Coda? Coda is correct. Wow. Too much of the film feels more informed by other movies than any other real experience. What does that even mean? What is other this, movies are like mean? this is just us calling out other bad reviews now. God, I'm like that, that person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coda's so damn good. It is, and it's coming out this week as well. This actually, Coda's also coming out this week on yes, Apple. Oh yes, it is. Um, next film. It would be inspiring if it weren't so silly. Though, as AI evolves, one can imagine one's kitchen appliances trying to unionize and Alexa asking for a little more privacy. It would be inspiring if it weren't so silly. Though as AI evolves, one can imagine one's kitchen appliances trying to unionize and Alexa asking for a little more privacy. Mitchell's versus Machines. No. No? Is you it would Jexy? think, though. Is it Jexy didn't come out It's not Jexy either. Okay. What, are we, what, what is it then? 
Body swap? <laughs> Not body swap. You guys want to know? Yeah. Yeah, because I... Free guy. Oh, oh okay. I thought, I thought movies that are already out. No, so movies that we've seen this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay movies okay. that we've seen this year. So I didn't... I didn't kind it's of okay. That it's okay. It's okay. You can't touch it. You can't feel it. Or even really get near it. But it does sure look pretty from afar. It's not a riddle. That's just me. That's that's me just it saying. It like a riddle. I'll be it honest is, with you. If you look at my face, you can, <laughs> will you not find 13, 13 on any his place. face. Yeah. Um, you can't touch it. You can't feel it. Or really even get near it. But it sure does look pretty from afar. This is one that we saw recently. In theaters? In theaters. Oh, the Green Knight. Green Knight. Green yeah, Knight is correct. Just say that too. We have three bad reviews left to read. Okay. Hopefully, you're playing along at home. Rarely have I ever felt more like my life was slipping away in the cinema. Old. Old is correct. Oh. Old is correct. Yeah. I was always trying to get ones that have like some type of play on the words. Right. And, and most bad review critics like they love to make it like. Let's witty. make a pun out of it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Poorly filmed action sequences, a storyline that's either predictable or nonsensical, and mixed messages all contribute to a movie that sadly can't capture the coolness of its title character. Black Widow? No, we already have Black Widow. Did we do Black Widow? We did have Black Widow. We did Black Widow, yeah. Hmm. Poorly filmed action sequences, a storyline that's either predictable or nonsensical, and mixed message that all contribute to a movie that sadly can't capture the coolness of its title character character title character so the title character main character is also the title of the movie Amanda Luca I'm just kidding um, <laughs> is it um you got it you got it you got it no I don't got it Godzilla's you, you, Kong no. no title character so Snake Eyes Snake Eyes is oh, correct Snake, snake Eyes snake eyes. Snake, eyes. Eyes. snake Eyes Snake Eyes Snake Eyes and finally, this one should be interesting. I think you guys will get it, though. Okay. A lackluster Hollywood product with no more flavor or excitement than a spoonful of strained peas. Strained pea. A spoonful of strained peas. Is that like a, a joke we've had before? <laughs> no, it's... Uh, we didn't write these reviews. I just wanted you to know that. Oh, is it Boss Baby? It is Boss Baby. Yeah. Because yeah. babies love eating like strained peas. They love eating the mush. The mush. The mush. Yeah, we should, we should bring this back. I also really want to do guess the movie by the like a poorly explained plot. I also want to introduce like Amazon reviews into it too because those are written by people who have no idea what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're I, like, like I saw one today about A Quiet Place Part 2 and the review was what happened to the husband? <laughs> And and then and then they said, I hope they figure that out in the third film. <laughs> Clearly, this person skipped the first movie because that guy is dead. That's <laughs> so good. And I was like, and they gave it a one star. They're like, I don't know what. I was I, I was looking at some bad ones too. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you a couple. I think we have we have a minute, a few minutes before we can wrap up. But uh, if I wanted to spend two hours watching a man who refuses to evolve, I could have had lunch with the father of my children. Oh, the father. No, this is actually from a couple years ago. So that was Manchester by the Sea. Oh, this is sorry, from Amazon or from this is, these are Amazon links. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So there's there's a there's some yeah, Amazon is like Amazon is a treasure trove of yeah. some really weird. I was just ones. dying at that one. I'm like, did you not watch the first movie? <laughs> I love this one. At this point, we must assume that Willie either loves captivity or he's an attention seeking like 
Four? Uh, uh, this is from Free Willy 4. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it's fine. We're going to play a lot more Free games. Willy does not want to even be in a Free Willy movie. Yeah. No. No? He's, no. He's he's locked in contract. He just, right. He's like, oh, I don't want to do these anymore. Let me just swim. He's not making 20 mil. No, he's not making 20 mil. He's not. He really isn't. So that was this week's episode of the movie podcast. I think we're going to go into a very interesting week because we have a lot of movies coming out. More things for the box office to say Yes, we're ready to come back, or yes, we're not ready to come back. But of course, tune in next week. We're going to cover all the week's news stories, all the new trailers, all the new things we're watching. Maybe a Spider-Man trailer. Is this the week, Shay? No. No. Both. Okay. This is not the week. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast. Of course, you can catch a brand new episode every single Monday across all your favorite podcast platforms. Look out throughout the week for our review episodes. Make sure you check out our What If Review this week. And make sure you follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and join our Discord. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was This Time with The Movie Podcast. And we'll see you next.